0: Hello everyone and welcome to Adaptivist Live, the Atlassian Ecosystem podcast. This is episode 106. It's the last major upgrades of the year. I'm your host, Ryan Spilkin, and today joining me are Brenda Burl and Danny Coleman. Brenda, Danny, hello. What up? Howdy. And this is it, guys. This seems to be like, you know, it's December. 2020 is almost over. Woo!
1: Light
2: at the end of the tunnel.
1: Okay, you say that. Let's see what 2021 does first.
0: It's month 18 of 2020. Of March, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it looks like we've got a whole host of big upgrades from Atlassian to talk everybody through. So let's dive right in. Let's do it.
2: Let's do it. So for Confluence Cloud, um, some new things. Uh, they'll they'll let you know if you have connection issues. Taking a page from the Zoom playbook, um, you have connection issues. Um, as Atlassian says, the wonderful thing about a cloud product is you can connect from anywhere. The downside to that is that being able to connect from anywhere doesn't mean you can connect reliably from anywhere. Um, So to let you know if there's a connection issue while you're editing, it's gonna display a new banner at the top of the page. Um, It will save any changes you make during a single author editing session when you reconnect. Um, To avoid experiencing any strange conflicts when multiple people are editing, the editing experience will be disabled. This is probably gonna drive people nuts at first, Uh, It will almost assuredly drive me nuts, but many things drive me nuts, and that is neither here nor there. Um, So just be aware that changes to the editing experience will be coming um, for if you are on a a connection that's not perfect.
0: I'll be interested to see what that looks like.
2: I will, too. I will, too. Some updates to the advanced roadmaps for JIRA plan macro. Um, You can now embed an advanced roadmaps plan in a Confluence page. Um, so that's that's an exciting new macro. And then just a end in updates for Bitbucket Cloud, um, there's now step metrics allowing you to uh, get visibility into CPU and memory usage as your build is running. Um, it's gonna provide you with usage warnings if you hit a certain threshold, et cetera. As is often the case with me, this feels like deja vu. I feel like we've talked about this already on the podcast, but uh, it's really good to see those things getting built into Bitbucket Cloud um, and having more more information as a build is running.
0: Ton of updates on Jira Cloud. Let's start with a refinement to searching work in your in your Jira editor. So now when you open up an issues editor, you can link work from the entire Jira site instead of just your most recent. So they've been adding these intelligent features. It seems like this one was so smart that they had to dumb it down a little bit. Uh, (laughs) Now it's going to let you uh, search the entire site instead of just your smart picks. In the roadmap, you're able, and this is is pretty useful to know, in the roadmap function, right-clicking an issue will give you the option to clear its start and due date, which I think is really tremendous. So if you're in your roadmap view, you can now right-click directly on an issue and just erase the due dates or put more accurate ones in so that you can more quickly edit your planning um right clicking does all sorts of fun tricks in jira if you haven't right clicked in a jira board lately just go do it just and then you can thank me later okay the right click is your friend
1: if you haven't right clicked in jira boy you ain't living
0: (laughs) i'll say especially not in (laughs) a backlog man Ooh, doggies um also in advanced roadmaps there is a fields menu the field the fields menu has been improved to add custom fields from JIRA and reorder the fields as you see them listed. The advanced roadmaps feature has also just added the ability to export to CSV. So you know how that data in JIRA that's laid out for you nice and evenly? Feel free to download it into a CSV, throw it into a spreadsheet, and just chop the crap out of it. Have fun. Atlassian's also brought sharing a plan in Confluence to uh, advanced roadmaps as well. It seems like we're going to have to to break advanced roadmaps into its own section starting starting in 2021,
1: Danny. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like they uh they really like advanced roadmaps. Well,
0: you know, it's a, it's a nifty it's a, it's a it's a fun thing on the cloud, right?
1: Yes, it sure
0: is. Also in advanced roadmaps, there's a new dependencies report. This is good for those of you like myself who are visual planners that like to make boxes connect with lines and dots. Uh, and this is allowing you to see your, to connect the dots in your work in a very visual way. Yeah, that's that's that for advanced roadmaps. In the Jira platform itself, they're expanding the deployment information even further in Jira with more information being surfaced from your Git pipelines uh, in Jira issues. And finally, and this is what I think is the biggest news of the from the cloud this week. There is a new enhanced release notes functionality, which is allowing you as a project owner or a product owner to create release notes from your JIRA releases and download them in a markdown format. You can uh, generate them based on layout and issue types. You can um, format and release these notes in an editor or copy the release notes directly to your clipboard and do with them as you will. This, I see, is a really nice little little perk for development owners when they're looking to make a quick summary of their of uh, their work for the past sprint or what, whatever.
1: Yeah, you can't really underestimate the, the importance of this because, I mean, release notes aren't exactly, uh, I, I, I wouldn't call them sexy things, but what, what they've given us here is the ability to... Stacks them up a little bit, like little we bit. can format them we can we can make them interesting to look at, which improves readability and gets your gets those your, gets your audience uh what am I trying to say engage it gets your it gets your audience engaged absolutely
0: I wonder if they're using that feature to build these pages i mean <laughs> it's gotten me engaged uh, I'm ready to go. And over in Jira Service Management Cloud, you're able to add Microsoft email addresses with OAuth, for those of you who are dealing with the uh, email side of the house. And last but certainly not least, a new version of automation for Jira Service Management has been made available in the cloud. This has more styles, advanced triggers, conditions, actions, and the ability to work across different products, which is pretty huge. All right, so... uh, You can still access your existing rules. Uh, Those have been renamed to Legacy Automation. Listeners, every once in a while, we like to bring you in on a a little bit of the meta process around the, the podcast. And today it comes from an Atlassian website. We found the cloud roadmap and we've been looking at it recently to let you know what's coming, what we think might be coming out of the uh, of the Atlassian cloud team.
2: It's very high level. High level. Um, so this, this is the roadmap in the sense of, hey Atlassian, what's coming? And Atlassian can say, well, I'm glad you asked. It turns out that we've already shipped this we're working on that and off in the future, we're planning on doing this thing. So as you say, it's not super granular. Uh, it's, it's the very high level, just elevator pitch kind of thing of, of what you can expect from Atlassian. Um, they've divided it into sections such as administration and governance, agile development and roadmaps, uh, confluence administration. You can filter by these categories. There's a whole bunch of them. Um, So if you're a Bitbucket admin, you can just follow the Bitbucket new features and improvements category. Further, you can then subdivide by all updates, things that have shipped, things that are coming soon, things that are in the works, which means early in development. And then future, that magical future where everything is good and wonderful. Um, Obviously, things in the future. Atlassian has not started any work on whatsoever. So I would expect these are things that may change over time as their roadmap evolves, but they're generally gonna give you um, an expected quarter for the release. So for instance, granular admin roles using more tailored permissions, Q3 to Q4 2021 already in the works. Cool, that's all you need to know. They're working on this thing. Do we know the details? No. Do we care? Not really. But we want you, our listeners, to have the heads up.
0: <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm scrolling through this, and now now it dawns on me. Now that you mentioned that, I'm looking at the HIPAA compliance by 2023. Dingo. Right, that's in the future. But that could be really useful for people who are listening to this podcast that might be at a company like Adaptivist, who makes products yeah. and stuff, because well, they want to get on that sweet healthcare yeah. gravy train
2: for for customers who are dealing with data that needs to be HIPAA compliant this is this is a concern yeah. you know is is Atlassian cloud safe for our data we have compliance we have regulations we got to be in compliance um, can i migrate from server to cloud and be confident that my data is going to be secure mm-hmm. right now the answer is no not really however you might know that before support for server is going to sunset, you will have the capability to do this in cloud. So this is gonna help with planning. You know, maybe you're looking at data center or maybe you're looking at Atlassian cloud. You need to know that yes, at some point, cloud is gonna support HIPAA compliance. And then you can feel more confident going, all right, maybe the right thing to do is to run server for another two years, and then we'll migrate when this becomes available very very important thing for planning um so it's it's something for everyone if you're an admin if you're a user if you are the cio and you're road mapping out what your it your it group is going to be doing with the atlassian stack over the next four years five years you can look ahead to the future and boy, are you going to look good when you've absolutely nailed, yes, Lassian's going to bring HIPAA compliance in in 2023. Boom, your prescience will be celebrated. Don't <laughs> tell anybody else about this page, and they will celebrate you even more.
1: All right, let's bring our heads down from the cloud so we can talk a little bit about Jira Software 8.14, released right at the end of November. And boy, is this a feature rich version! So, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, we'll start with a feature that is specifically available in Data Center, and that is improved email templates. So, now if you'd like, you can download your email templates directly from Jira. You'll have access to all the files you need. You can change the templates locally and then just upload them right back. No longer necessary to edit those templates directly inside of Jira. They've added the ability to quickly view issues that are part of an Epic from directly in your backlog or board. So you can go to the Epic's detail view and immediately see all the issues that are right there. Nice, nice, I guess (laughs) is all I was trying to say. I don't know what I was going for there. Here's a feature that admins, I think, are going to love. If you've created custom fields for pretty much anything in Jira, then you know about contexts and how custom fields have specific contexts. They can be either global or they can be project-specific. Historically, in Jira, when you create a new custom field, by default, Jira makes that custom field global. It's available, in theory, on any ticket in any project. Well. That that has caused some issues for some people. Perhaps not the most yeah, it up. perhaps not the most user-friendly uh, option available, but no longer. Now when you create a new custom field starting in Jira 814, you can choose right out of the gate as you create it whether it's global or specific to projects. So that should cut back on the number the uh, that should cut back on the what would you call it Jira technical debt, perhaps that a lot of admins have to deal with uh, and going back and cleaning things up after the fact.
0: I I would like to see how this looks after you've added the contexts because that's always been the biggest challenge in my mind at least is once you've added contexts to a field they're. They're not as obvious as i'd like them to be so maybe right. maybe this is starting to move towards fixing that to make field context a little more accessible but hey step in the right direction
1: it absolutely is and and just for a little bit more context uh pardon the it's not even a pun uh, but just for a little <laughs> additional information if you if you've never actually created custom fields why was this a problem this was kind of a problem because If a custom field has a global context, that means every time Jira runs a search, it's including that custom field because that custom field could theoretically be included in the search results. Well, that makes your searches run longer. That that increases the load that Jira puts on itself and its search index. So it, It can, in theory, bog the system down, especially if you have lots of custom fields. If the custom fields are restricted just to specific projects, JIRA won't even try and search those projects for that custom field. It can really speed up your search times. And by extension, it could also speed up your Kanban load times, your scrum board load times, um, just anything that's your filters, your dashboards, anything that's powered by search results could see a big performance boost based on this, especially if you have a really complex large instance with lots of custom fields. Okay. Uh, I'll get off my soapbox now. Uh, let's talk about D- <laughs> let's talk about DVCS connectors. DVCS connector improvements are a new part of Jira 814. Some performance improvements there that should help you manage all your accounts. Uh, REST API tokens are also now included in 814, which is going to be fantastic for uh, kind of shoring up your security when it comes to providing uh, different people access to to integrate Jira with with other systems. Uh, password encryption for embedded crowd. Uh, there were passwords that were stored as plain text and that won't be the case anymore. I don't know what else to say on that. Like why on earth was anything stored plain text, but all right. And then we've got some other, other lovely things, accessibility improvements, um, for simplified, uh, Elements and drop down menus, improved contrast, just just things to make you a little more user friendly for everyone.
0: We think that's Uh, important.
1: Yeah, it is. It is super important. That's that's such an amazing movement in general and in tech throughout the industry is is just the inclusiveness of accessibility. Yeah. Uh, We've got some improved data insights. And here's a Big, big one. The Jira Cloud Migration Assistant is now going to be bundled as part of Jira. So within server, they are already starting to plan for how you can... No, don't say that, Danny. Come on. Let's be cool. Uh, The Jira Cloud Migration Assistant is now going to be bundled inside of Jira. So if you're on Jira server, when you upgrade to 8.14... Uh, You will have that migration assistant, and it can help you kind of assess your users, your groups, your projects, and how you could potentially migrate them to the cloud if you're looking for cloud to be your your future state, Um, perhaps as a result of the sunset news. Uh, Jumping over to Jira Service Management, and that is accurate. Jira Service Management is what we're calling it on server now, because what used to be Jira Service Desk as of version 4.14 is now Jira Service Management. We talked about this in the last episode uh, as it related to cloud, but now we're starting to see all these changes come into server and data center as well. So I won't belabor too many of these points because we talked about them in the, most, in the previous episode. Um, but here, we'll, we'll touch on them again real quick for those of you who may be new. If you're upgrading to 4.14 for JSD, now JSM, you're going to see improved incident management that is powered by Ops Genie. Um, you're going to get improved bulk actions that lets you uh, work on your issues quicker and smarter so that you don't have to take everything one by one. There's also a beta program for a JSM mobile app that is available. And just like with cloud, they've got a lot planned for the future. Um, Better change management, um, insight asset management coming to server and data center in the future, with, with Jira service management.
2: Confluence Server and Data Center. Uh, Confluence 7.9.1, a bug fix release, uh, has been released and really. Only one major bug fix in there, and that is when you're accessing the Confluence administration page, it was sending an unnecessary request to localhost, which is gonna cause problems with the networking. Uh, That has been resolved, again, 7.9.1 bug fix release. And in Bitbucket server and data center, um, they have released 7.8. Um, which includes the ability to rerun a build from Bitbucket. Um, And again, this is gonna help accelerate getting things released basically. Um, So from the builds page and from the builds tab on the pull request page, you'll see a new actions column with a menu button for each build. Um, From here, you can reauthorize, you can rerun bamboo plans in Jenkins jobs from this menu. So I think that's really cool. just tightening that integration with um, pull requests and and, um, getting those builds out. Um, Extra layer of security with database password encryption. Um, You can now encrypt the database password that is stored in bitbucket.properties, um, there's two encryption methods with this release. Um, there's a link to this, um, as always, we'll link to these updates in the show notes. So if you're interested in learning more about encrypting the database password, uh, check out the linked page. If you are running on Linux, Bitbucket Server and Data Center is now going to support graceful shutdowns through SIGTERM Signal. Um, let's it complete all scheduled tasks, in flight GET requests, and in flight user requests before it terminates the processes. So, this will help prevent losers from using work during maintenance tasks where Bitbucket needs to shut down. Um, some additional JMX metrics um, for performance monitoring. The SSLv2 Hello protocol has been removed from the default list of SSL TLS mail protocols. There's more information on that again in the page we'll link. Um, and as always, if you're getting ready to upgrade, check out upgrade guides and release notes before you do so, all of that easy to get to from the show notes.
0: Lastly, some news from Adaptivist, but it's not just one story. The fact of the matter is, we've got a ton of stories to tell, and they're all on our blog. So, um, several articles have rolled out, including technical ones, such as Tiffany Wortham's instructions on how to change multiple text on Confluence pages at once, all the way to health at home, to teamwork. So, we're going to share a link to our blog. Make sure you jump on there and check out all of the great content that's coming out of the Adaptivist Think Tank. We have a think tank, right?
1: We do have a think tank. Yeah, it's a lot of free information. A lot of <laughs> a lot of smart people writing things down that you can read and they're not asking you any money for it. Where are you going to find that in this day and age, huh? I,
0: I don't know. <laughs> I've never even heard of this thing.
1: <laughs> what a concept.
0: All right, everybody. This is our last episode of serious in-depth content for the year from the Atlassian Ecosystem podcast. But we will probably have one more episode, as is our want, the the uh, year-end shotcast. even though with us being spread over such different time zones, I don't know if everyone will be drinking when we uh, record the session. So um, – if you're looking for news and reviews, you'll find that from us first thing in 2021. And if not, you can skip the next episode and not really miss much. But you might also miss a whole lot. You just never know with those things.
1: You miss a lot of fun.
0: Yeah,
1: we do like to have fun oh.
0: sometimes. Some, on the Shotcasts, a lot of fun is had. Just a lot of fun. All right, so uh, thank you so much for listening. If you've got something that we should know about, get a hold of us on social at Adaptivist. We would love to hear from you. So for Danny Coleman and Brenda Burrell, I'm Ryan Spilkin, and we'll see you next time on Adaptivist Live.
2: Are we affiliated with Atlassian? Have you heard? Of Sorry, I... <laughs> who? What are we doing here?